Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Horror. I'm Raven here bringing you the 2005 movie Spirit Trap. And as always, I'm going to start off with a synopsis and go through a quick cast and give you my quick thoughts. So, if you're like first time listening to this podcast, I do short reviews that make you feel like if you really want to watch it or not. I get and leave it up to your own opinion. The synopsis is five students unwittingly set off a spirit clock in a rundown London mansion as the boundaries between fantasy and reality become blurred the friends reveal their darkest secrets and begin to lapse into a haze of paranoia and violence all makes of a good decent little horror movie I mean I heard it seen it before but not so many for the British movies so I seen this one back in the day like in 2007 I saw it through the scroll of movies I was watching so I figured I'd give it another shot I haven't seen it in so long I totally forgot about it don't know anything what happened in it so I watched it this week and you'll hear the quick review and you'll hear the rating and then you decide if you watch it, watch it again or watch it for the first time or not watch it at all the cast is Billy Piper, which is basically her first major role. If nobody knows her, she does like a lot of British indies. She plays Jenny in this movie. Then we have Luke Mabley, who plays Tom. He's pretty much of a dick in this movie. It's like a business dude, coke, alcoholic head in here. Then we have Emma Gatherwood, who plays Adele Tom's abusive, seeking type of girlfriend. And Sam Thwarton Nick is basically kind of Jenny's love interest. And then we have Elsa Tula, who plays Tula in this movie. So yeah, that was kind of confusing for me for some reason. Then we have the director of the movie, David Smith. He did a couple of decent films, but I don't know what happened after that. Then we have the writers of the movie, Phil O'Shea and Paul Finch. Isn't Paul Finch from, if you're familiar with the American Pie movies, isn't that a character? Yeah, right, Paul Finch. He's from American Pie. <laughs> That's funny. And we have Rohan Gandapapa, if I'm pronouncing it right. I probably butchered the dude's name, sorry. So my thoughts on the 2005 Spirit Traps. All right, this is a British horror fantasy, so if you're into that, it's this kind of film you should probably enjoy this one it wasn't that bad honestly I mean it seemed like it was better to me when I watched it the first time back in the day so that's why maybe want to watch it the second time but watching it now maybe I got more experience with horror it's um it's it's not as good as I thought it was but it's still good enough to watch especially if you haven't seen it and if you're into British horror movies like this it's certainly good as any American B-horror movie or indie the story is you know about a a chick and it's basically cliched and they all get trapped in the house and gotta find their way out and so it's cliched and generic so a group of five teens are in a mansion that do some stupid things to you know activate a spirit clock so especially the they play the cliche the sorry the cliche game of Ouija the Ouija board game in a haunted place you know how all these stupid teens do that Oh, let's play a Ouija board and blah, blah, blah. See, we could, 
and then you do it and shit happens and you're like, damn, we shouldn't have did it. Come on. So that's all the cliche part of it. So after they look around the mansion, they play the Ouija board, surely things started happening slowly, but surely things started happening. Things went missing, little footprints been found of people that wasn't in the room. Um, these were the first of many signs. Also, the teens started telling their deepest, darkest secret willingly, and they were like, oh, shit, why am I saying this? In this game, I'm just saying this stuff that I shouldn't be saying. And then, then you have the last stage was beginning of paranoia. Then closely after that became the violence. When the, parano- when the paranoia started and a lot of um, shit started to really start happening, Jenny, the main female lead, played by Billy Piper, played the part very well as a heartbroken, clairvoyant kind of character. You know, She killed her mom. I'm not going to get into that detail. If you watch it, you'll know. Let's try to do no spoilers on this. And she explains. So after that, she starts seeing spirits. Sam Trotton, who plays Nick, plays kind of her, like I said earlier, um, Jenny's love interest. They like team together to start figuring out what's happening in the mansion. As Luke Mabley, played by Tom, he goes kind of psycho and he does things to his girlfriend that is like kind of crazy in this movie. Not too crazy, but for this movie, it was like kind of harsh. And his girlfriend is played by Emma Cathwood, who plays Adele. And she has a big role in it too, actually. And she's not, wasn't like one of the main, she's a main part of the cast, but not like main as Billy Piper is. The characters play all their part well. You know, you have the sweet girl, the clairvoyant, the nice guy, the douchebag. Then you have the strange girl that's just there and nobody even know why she's there, but she's just there. And she knows a lot about the house. So if you're into this type of shit and these type of movies like The Invoked, The Inhabitants, and also um, The Dark Place, if you're familiar with those movies, this is kind of similar around that path. And if you enjoyed those or you look them up and, and you see what kind of the premise it is, it's pretty much kind of in that realm. So if you like those, definitely would kind of like this. The pace of this movie is pretty slow. Not crazy slow, not like midsummer type slow, but it's a steady slow pace, but it gets to where it's going. But um in any case, this one is better than I expect it to be. So, like I said, give it a go. It's worth the watch. It's not like a waste of time movie. I mean, it's definitely good for a one-time watch. There's nothing in that in this that will scare you. It's more of a figuring out what's going on type of movie and how to get out of this freaking spirit realm movie so if you're into that stuff i say give it a go so if this is for you like i said give it a watch you won't be like disappointed so give it a go if you haven't seen it um i seen it twice so i'm good with this i might not ever have to watch it again you know unless i'm on a date and she wants to see it so besides that i'm good with it so give it a go you won't be that disappointed i give this two and a half Raven Wings out of five. And as always, if I found any trivia on this, I will give it to you guys. And I didn't really find too much on there, except this is like, like I said this earlier, actually. This is Billy Piper's first lead movie. And the film reuses the set 
from St. Ange from 2004, which was shot at the same studios in Romania as a few months earlier to this film. Because this film, even though it was British, it was shot in Romania. And I found actually, you know, some cool little goofs that happened during this movie. I think they were cool. When Tom, the douchebag I told you about in the movie, finds his stuff gone, the wardrobe is open, but when they find the key, it's somehow locked. So that was like a little movie slip on their part. When Jenny and Nick try to leave the house and they find themselves back in the entrance hall, the pool of blood from Tom's head injury has funnily disappeared. The nails under the rug are too new, would not hold anything down to the floor as it should have been flat-headed nails. So I like little things like that, little mishaps in movies. It's cool that they don't catch these little things. But as always, that's my review of the 2005 Spirit Trap. It's now playing on Tubi. And as always, you could catch my social media stuff and movies I haven't podcasted yet. or may get to later on Instagram on Ravens underscore horror. And my podcast is Raven underscore house of horror. And you can see some reels on there. Um, click the link to bio, see YouTube, and it'll go to my TikTok and Twitter and stuff like that. I just recently did some new interviews, so check that out. And as always, thanks for following. Got some good new stuff coming out. I actually might be doing a little bit more than just horror. I might start doing some comedies. Like when I did Cocaine Bear, that wasn't a horror movie. So I might start doing some more movies like that. That's not, even though it's like, could be horror, but it's not. Or even some comedies and some straight up other thrillers and stuff. And I've been interviewing like people in the horror community. So I'm going to listen for more and look out for more of that. And I'm actually getting a lot of people that want from the gaming community and, um, cosplayers from not just horror and other you no know, genres and even only fan models that are into um horror and stuff so i might be doing interviews on that stuff so if you're interested in that let me know but i might just be headed that way but this is always still be 100 percent horror with twist of other little things sprinkled in even thinking about tv shows and shit like that so stay tuned got more to come just trying to tweak things out and thanks for a lot listening. Raven is out. Oh, and another thing, some more guest reviews. Reviewers to have, you know, collabs. So if you like that too, hit me up. So now Raven is out.